0: Welcome back to the Jesse Golden podcast. I have a juicy one for you guys today. It's all about the masculine and feminine energy for wellness. When I use these terms, I've said this a couple times in some of my other podcast episodes, just keep an open mind, use yin and yang, whatever resonates with you. That might actually be most useful is when I say feminine, just think of more yin energy. When I say masculine, think of more yang energy. Before we jump into this, I would love it. I keep forgetting to ask you guys to do this. If you find value in these podcast episodes, if you could leave a five-star review, if you could go and share this with somebody, another woman in your life who you think would benefit from it, it helps the podcast grow, helps me continue to get really interesting guests on here. Now let's go ahead and dive in to today's podcast. So when we think of masculine or more of that yang energy, we have to separate, and this is where I think a lot of people go wrong when they're thinking of this, healthy masculine versus unhealthy masculine. Because we've, as a society in many ways, lumped in masculine with quote-unquote toxic masculinity. And there are some very toxic traits that have been demonstrated throughout history when it comes to men. And That needs to be recognized. And the interesting thing that I really want to drive home today is that we are often what we're seeking to liberate for women, what we have liberated, and where many of us have come to, and I certainly lump myself into this, is we are actually acting toxically with that toxic masculinity towards ourselves. The healthy masculine is incredible. We need that in society. We need that within ourselves. The healthy yang energy. It's when it is unhealthy, masculine that we get into trouble. So what are some healthy masculine qualities or traits? Some of those healthy yang traits. Deliberate, intentional, grounded, boundaryed, structured, commits to their word, values-based, so knows who they are, internal compass, provider, consistent, trustworthy, stable, secure, self-soothes, and is also emotionally open, right? So not expecting other people to make them feel a certain way, also isn't closed off, understands there's other people in this world, leads themselves, is dependable, looks out for those who are vulnerable, has that strong mother queen energy. People don't realize, and I didn't for a long time, that mothering energy is actually masculine, And kind of that noble king energy as well. And the reason mothering energy is masculine, and keep in mind, we all have masculine and feminine within us, regardless of your biological sex or your gender. Now, some might lean more so one way or the other, and that's not determined by your biological sex or your gender. But we have these, the yin and the yang within us. All of us do. If I just operated in, completely quote-unquote feminine qualities, I would be a hot fucking mess. We need these yang qualities. And mothering, if you think about mothering energy, and I'm talking about healthy, strong, remember we're talking about healthy masculine here, that strong leadership energy of really protecting her children, of saying, I know that you want to do this thing, you're having a tantrum and that your feelings are all over the place. You're having all these emotions because you want the brownie. I'm not going to give you the brownie because that's not good for you. Very boundaryed, very anchored. Okay, so this exists, I hope. This is a great quality. All of these are beautiful qualities for all of us to inhabit. Now, when we think of the unhealthy masculine, this is when there's the imbalance, right? There's a lack of trust there. Overworking, lack of boundaries, seeks accolades above all else, right? Seeking self worth outside of self, proving worthiness via work and performance, overpowering, ignores nature and the feminine, disregards emotions, views emotions as weak, rest and surrender are ignored, lack of values, lack of real sense of self, no consideration for others, violent, unnecessarily aggressive. Lazy, cares about self-only, untrustworthy. You can see, and this is where it's so interesting, is throughout history, many of the issues just on a grand scale in human history have been caused by the unhealthy masculine. And at the same time, reading through that list, you probably have noticed that you have embodied those as well, as have I. So I have been embodying unhealthy masculine traits, this very same traits that have been obviously to a much lesser degree, but that have caused a lot of issues for the human race throughout history. So if you think some examples here, and the unhealthy masculine can be on multiple ends of the spectrum. So we can have a dictator, right? Or we can have the Peter Pan who never grows up and is just a perpetual teenager, never wants to take on any responsibility, only focused on pleasure. We see this with both men and women. This is how many women are living today. Lack of trust in themselves. No boundaries. Don't stick to their word. Pleasing others over their own values. Don't stand up for themselves. Perhaps they're overpowering. They're constantly trying to prove no, I don't need you. I'm going to bulldoze straight past my body, straight past all of my, my natural intuition, everything that my body needs, everything that my emotions are calling for. No, those are weak, gross, pushing past them. Abusive to self and to our bodies. No respect for nature in our bodies. That forcing, pushing, dominance, aggression. We can easily, as women, slip into these. And so many of us have, because we've gone through this pendulum swing of anything that was considered quote unquote feminine was feared. But guess what? It was feared throughout human history as well. Women were burned at the stake, called witches. There has been a lack of respect for yin qualities, more of those feminine qualities throughout human history. And we're still seeing that today. It's just presenting differently. We can see this in wellness from forcing excessive, excessive exercise or no exercise or movement at all, obsessing over strict rules or no structure at all, berating ourself or having no standards for self-care at all, avoiding pain at all costs or avoiding pleasure at all costs, following societal values to fit in or constantly shape-shifting, based on what's comfortable completely overriding emotions, nature, feminine or avoidance of responsibility. So we can see that if we don't have this discussion of how we need a balance of all of these different elements, then we the pendulum swings to one extreme or the other and neither extreme is healthy. We need all of these different elements rather than being at war with one side or the other and saying you no, we don't want you, meaning saying, men, we don't need men, we don't need women. That is reflected internally in how we treat ourselves in very, very sneaky ways. Now, if we talk about the feminine, the feminine is focused on pleasure, surrender. And when we talk about pleasure, it's the small things. I've really been talking about romanticizing things in my daily life. Creativity, I talked about this in my last podcast episode about chronic stress in the household I grew up in. It was very focused, very regimented on science and numbers and business and creativity and anything that was softer in nature was kind of viewed as lesser than simply more from a survival perspective of, I want you to be able to support yourself well, but those are still very, very important parts of human culture, human society of us thriving Surrender, flow, trust, intuition, emotions, nature, play. And I've had to really work on trusting these elements because it's been something that has been demonized and viewed as so weak in my upbringing. And I've seen this messaging so often in society. I've really had to focus on allowing myself to welcome these qualities in and feeling safe to do so. The feminine also, and this is very important, the feminine within ourselves, I want you to think of all these things I'm saying as relationship with yourself, not another, not a man, not another woman thrives in safety. So if you want these beautiful yin qualities of yourself to come out, you have to provide internal safety within yourself through those yang qualities, those masculine qualities. You have to provide yourself structure You have to give yourself boundaries. I don't care that you don't want to go to bed right now. You need to go to bed, right? It's that mothering energy. Our feminine nature can only flourish when we have a healthy masculine presence within us. If your masculine presence is shaming yourself and overpowering and pushing and grinding and forcing, then yeah, these yin qualities, these feminine qualities are not going to feel safe to surface at all. Because they're just going to be berated and bulldozed but with that healthy masculine, there's a safe place for those parts of you to come out and flourish. This is where magic happens when you can trust both sides of yourself. And something that can be really helpful is to consider who were your masculine models in life? What do you allow in your own life with masculine beings? What was modeled to you? What did what do you find acceptable or unacceptable? And do you do those things to yourself? Oftentimes it is a reflection. And it's not about changing others, as I mentioned. Focus on your masculine energy. Well, what would it feel like to have a grounded and trusting and loving, rooted masculine presence within you? Just really for a second, if you're driving, don't do this, but feel into your body. If you knew that there was this protecting, loving, boundaried energy within you that had your back, that a strong spine was rooted and was grounded within you, isn't about a man outside of you, this is within you, how would that feel? Strong, loving, mother queen energy. That's what I picture. I picture, if you've seen the movie 300, the women, the Spartan women, they are so badass and so revered. It's not this, oh, they're women, they don't matter. No, they are revered as beautiful parts of that culture, of that society. As it should be. You know, throughout human history, there were times in certain cultures where the feminine beings, where women were viewed as magical and that was completely stamped out by the unhealthy masculine throughout human history and we're still doing that to ourselves today in many ways as women i view women as the most magical badass incredible creatures we build and grow and bring life we are the continuum for the human race life is built within our human bodies i haven't done that and it doesn't matter if you are listening to this if you have you have the capacity it's just part of your being it's part of our being women are purely magical and by discarding that we've been taught to discard that and it's really unfortunate because it deserves to be revered and respected within ourselves. I want you to keep bringing this back to you. It's not about getting this from somebody else. It's about you respecting these qualities within yourself. And it doesn't have to look a certain way. You know, some women online who talk about this, they are dressing in kind of that quintessential 1950s type of presentation when it comes to what a woman would have looked like back then. That's not my jam. I also don't give a fuck that that's how they're dressing. That's awesome that that is authentic to them. I think that's beautiful. That's not authentic to me. And I don't feel threatened by it at all. It can look specific to you. It's not even about the way it looks. It's about how you are feeling and relating to yourself. And the type of love and presence that you are giving yourself. When you have that strong Loving, respected queen mother energy within you, which is that more bounded masculine yang energy. Not putting up with any bullshit. She's focused on her true well being, not tantrums, or it makes her feel good. Using the example I used before about what's truly best for her child, that is that energy that we like. Not that I have to prove myself. It makes you feel at ease, right? So you can let go and surrender and trust. I love being in the presence. I can just tell immediately when I am around a mother who has this type of energy. I see it w- with my, my pup, Coda. when I walk into the gym I work out at where certain moms will just come up and be like, I'm gonna take her. I'm like, oh, yes, like I trust you implicitly. You have that energy where you are just gonna lay shit down. I don't have to question anything. That is the most beautiful energy to be around. And it's not about men. Like I said, it's about women holding shit down for themselves. It's that ascension from princess energy into queen energy. So take away the whole, oh, it doesn't matter where you work. It doesn't matter if you stay at home. It doesn't matter any of that stuff. It matters where it's all coming from, where your decision's coming from, if you really feel called to be at home, but you feel like being at home makes you a loser or weak, that's a problem because you're violating your own boundaries. And the same thing with food. I always drill home. I don't give a shit how you eat. I don't care what you want to do with your own body. I care about the motivation and where it's coming from. I care how you're treating yourself along the way. Same thing applies here. People are getting way too focused with this stuff on how it looks on the outside rather than how you are feeling on the inside and how that is manifesting externally. We need to stop burning our own selves at the stake, right, burning the witches, which have done been done throughout history in order to prove something. This took me a long time to to come to terms with. I was very confused about this for a long time when the feminist movement was strong. And of course, I am very glad that women have rights. So this is not about that, but it was the topic of men holding the door open for women. And some women had the response of, no, how dare you? And maybe you listening to this have that response. Because it's this feeling of, I can do it myself. Like, or excuse me, you think I I can't do it myself? I never perceived it that way. Because I've never, ever doubted that I can hold a door open for myself. It's like, well, duh, I can hold the door open for myself. And if any man thinks that I can't, I mean, that's just, that's not my problem. You know, that's just like a non-issue for me, because you're just an idiot at that point. So I was never insecure about that or felt threatened by that in any way, shape, or form because I'm fully aware that I can hold the door open. But I am so open to you holding the door open because that is a kind gesture. And if you are saying, hey, I respect you and I would love to to take this off your plate. Wonderful. Thank you so much for doing that. I love that shit. And I am so open to having that done for me. That feels so good to me. And it might not feel good to you. And that is completely fine if someone else does that to you. But just notice where it's coming from. If you feel like it's coming from a place of insecurity of, oh, no, I have to prove myself. Address that. Because why do you feel like you have to prove yourself? It should just be. You just are secure in that. Same thing applies when I was in my corporate job, my first corporate job in public accounting. It never Ever crossed my mind. And I think this is largely due to the upbringing I had with my parents, predominantly my father, who wanted me to be able to hang with the boys in any capacity in my life. So, whether that was athletics, whether that was in business, he never treated me any, any differently. I was fully capable of doing anything that a guy could do in any arena. Of course, we have physical differences, but. When it came to going into that predominantly male field, public accounting, finance, it did not even cross my mind that there might be differences. And I don't know that there even were, but I certainly wasn't looking for it because I was so secure in my capabilities. It was like, I don't even care if you think I'm not capable. I know I'm capable and that's all that matters. So it was not even on my radar and that was reinforced because the women I worked with just ran shit. They were ba-sis. So I have zero part of me thinks that I have anything to prove when it comes to those qualities, to, when it comes to relating to people outside of myself, improving things. It has everything to do with how I've related to myself and those own qualities within me. I have had a lack of respect for the feminine qualities within myself. I have been in my unhealthy masculine bulldozing those feminine yin qualities because those were not respected at all in society or what I saw growing up. So that is my work. And that was a big part of my healing process with chronic stress. And it's something that I still am unraveling because this shit goes deep. And it's been so fun to get back in touch with that. But it doesn't mean that you turn into then just, okay, just in a bubble bath all day and i don't have any structure or grounding or intention no 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 we need the healthy masculine it's just the unhealthy masculine that we need to do away with so i hope this clarifies some of the confusion that i got lost in for a while and that i'm seeing a lot of people get lost in when it comes to this discussion when this container is created within ourselves Then we get to start dancing with the feminine parts that may not have felt safe to surface. So things like ordering the really delicious foods because you know you got your back. You know that you're going to say enough when you're going to eat to a point where it's not going to make you feel good. Resting more because you know that you're not just going to completely abandon yourself and say, see you later, I'm never going to move my body again. You're then more comfortable honoring your menstrual cycle because you have respect for nature. You're comfortable asking for help because you don't feel the need to be a damn martyr. You're honoring creativity over just productivity. You're saying, no, thank you. I understand that you want this from me, but no. You're focused on what feels good in your body rather than just what will achieve an outcome. So you're more process-based rather than goal-focused and goal-oriented. And intuitive eating or eating intuitively versus rules and tracking. That last one to expand on that a little bit more. If you're familiar with my work at all, you know, I have nothing against tracking whatever feels good to you in order to achieve your goals. Great. It's when we are coming from that energy of bulldozing our bodies, bulldozing our own values, bulldozing what actually is respectful to ourselves. That That is when it's a problem. And that's when I do not support it. And oftentimes we can become so overly reliant on those structures, on those rules, because we don't trust ourselves, because we don't trust that feminine. So if that is you, just start to play in that a little bit. If you need to have the structure of, okay, I need to have a a couple ground rules, or these are the things that I know, I do that for myself. These are the things that I know to do with myself every day when it comes to eating, such as eating more protein. Focusing on fruits and veggies. It's very high level, but I do like to have some structure. Eating three meals a day, and then I usually have a certain number of snacks, whatever that looks like for you, you can have that structure, but it doesn't have to be rigid structure. And then that gives you a lot more freedom to play and tap into your intuition and more of that feminine in between. So I hope that was helpful for you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Because it is a a nuanced topic, it's a meaty topic, and I understand it can be bothersome and potentially triggering for some people just using those words. But I really think the, the healthy masculine versus unhealthy masculine, or the toxic masculinity versus healthy masculine, which we really, in my opinion, need a lot more of the healthy masculine in society. Rather than throwing it all out, we need the healthy, and we need to continue to get rid of the unhealthy. But we also need to do that within ourselves as well. Love to you all, as always. And I will see you in the next episode.